um, this is a, you know, this is a historic week. So, so can I do a little pre-theme before we do the real theme? Can I just do a pre-theme? A little, 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 little pre-theme, pre-theme for the real theme. I have a pre-theme before the real theme, and if you know me, you know me, you know what the pre-theme is. <laughs> oh yeah! Black woman in the vice president place. Indian woman in the vice president place. Come on, Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. What say? Sing it! Whoa! Wow, that was just a pre. That was just a pre. That was a pre. That was the pre. Black woman in the vice president, please. <laughs> trying to get my Melly Mel on. Trying to, trying to get my Melly uh, Mel on there right, right, right quick. And, and you did. You did. You I got, appreciate that. Thank you. you got the Mel and the Melly. And uh, so, um, yes, it is a with brand no new st- With no steroids. That was great. Hmm? A roid-free podcast. Roid I never free. thought we'd That's have right. one of those. Okay. Can All right. you feel a roid-free day? All right. No. Like, no, uh, no. The other, the other one. The other one. The other one. Oh, you the, know what? The real thing. This. Th- okay. This one. I admit, may. There's a reference in here that may be a little out of our demo, but luckily, luckily, um, our our, our super, superstar uh, superstar Chica, who uh, works behind the scenes tirelessly, uh might be able to shed some light on it for you. I mean, I know, I know, but, <laughs> like I know, but, uh, but uh, you right, put right, it here in there. Okay. One, two, one, two, three, uh! Cardi B, Meg the Stallion. Yeah, I thought WAP stood for women at power. Um, I was sorely and moistly wrong. That's an aha. Mr. President, this is easy. It's Kamala. Accent on the first syllable. As in first class woman who gonna be the first black woman president someday. Not Kamala. You second class president who can't please your own wife, Melonia, for more than a second. That's a ha. Ha 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 ha. Nice. Nicely done. Nicely done. Nicely done. Uh, well, I want to talk about WAP, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, so those who are not aware, Cardi B, uh, one of the biggest um, uh, rappers of all time. I'm not just put female rapper. She was up for Grammy of the year. She's one of the biggest rappers of the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. A lot of people put female in front of that. I won't because she is. Meg Thee Stallion, Meg Thee Stallion, one of the biggest rappers of the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing about especially women in hip hop, because this hasn't been the case for a while, is that women in hip hop are now, uh, there's a sisterhood. There's a sisterhood and so they'll nice. jump on each other's tracks, they'll do things with each other that like five or six years ago, um, for whatever reason, they would not do. So the mm. big news this week is there's a, this something called WAP mm-hmm. came out with, with Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Chica, are you with me? <laughs> Yes, just need a yes, just need a yes, Chica. Chica is our voice of reason and uh, sub 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 thirty sub thirty something. Um, and so uh, have I set up? Did I set up Meg and did I set up Meg and uh, Cardi? Well, is that all right? You got? Yeah, I think that's accurate. All right, I appreciate that. Chica's so nice. Um, and so then, so so nice to you. (laughs) So, 
so then, so then they put on some like WAP and they come together like, oh my God, it's gonna be the greatest thing in the world. And I thought women, women, women are powerful. Like that's mm-hmm. what that is not what WAP stands for. <laughs> man, that is, that is not, that is not, it is. I was, and I saw the video and I was like, ooh. And oh, let me be clear. By the time I saw the video on the second day, it had like 48 million views. Right. 48 million views <laughs> on the second day. Right. Um, and so I feel it's best if somebody who's, <laughs> hey, hey, Chica, what does WAP stand for? Are you ready, Steven? I'm not. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> come on, come on, say it. I just want to go on, go on. I'm not loving it. Hands for wet ass pussy. Oh, 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 um, wet ass. Wet. Uh, it, it stands for wet ass. Okay. Yeah. Wet okay. ass Trump uh, grabbing spot. Okay. Uh, right. That wet ass Trump grabbing spot. And there's a lot of conversation around this because it, it doesn't go too far. Um. Uh, and it's a beautiful video. It's a beautiful shot video. Uh, some people inside like, oh my God, how can they say this? And there's a large number of people, especially young, who are like, these are women claiming their power, right? These are women claiming their power the way they choose to. And I found that I just found the debate to be to be interesting. I don't. You haven't seen this video, have you? And yes, I have. But where do you stand Wait, on what? it? Well, I, where do I stand on what? Oh, I'm oh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm always a fan of people play, claiming their power. I'm always I'm always a fan of playing people of me not being able to dictate how people could should claim their own power as long as they are not hurting as long as they're not directly hurting me, right? I mm. I don't believe that there's a direct line between that and every kid's ears and they'll go on. That's what parents are for, right? That's what guardians are for, right? Mm-hmm. So I, we shouldn't censor the art because we're worried about the kid necessarily, mostly because you know that's what parents are for, right? But I you're a guardian. But I didn't want people. I didn't want people doing that when Prince came out. I didn't want. I didn't want somebody to stand between me and Prince when Prince came out. I didn't want it. So, so I'm, I'm sorry. And as a guardian, there's definitely things I go like, yeah, Jaden, we can listen to this, but we need to understand what that is. So, so as as I did with all artists, I don't want. I don't want to censor art. People express themselves in a way that I don't particularly care for all of the mm-hmm. time. But that they should be able to. Exp- that's what this country be all about. Express it, artistic. You, what do you, how do you feel? I just don't like the P word. <laughs> so it doesn't, I mean, I've seen it. I it, obviously, I've seen mine. You know, the doctor says here's what it looks like. Um, but I don't, I don't, I just don't like the use of that word. Um, but you can't deny freedom of speech, and um, and it's quite common, uh, not only from young men, but young women are taking that and running with it, if you will. Um, uh, just like uh, Erica Badu has uh, the uh, essence of the P word uh, yes. uh, in her candles and what have you, and aromatics, which I think is really funny. Um, but <laughs> And Janae Aiko, uh, she has uh, the P word fairy. So mm-hmm. um and now you got the the, the what a, a p word. So um, wet ass Trump grabbing spot. God. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. And, I don't and, like the p word either. And and, and wap flows better than uh, wet a 
Trump grabbing spot, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Much, much better. Uh, <laughs> but you know, folks are artistic as they as 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 they want to be. I don't like the I don't like the N word, but I, you know, if people want to use that in lyrics and they reclaimed it, fine. But I still hate that. But what we ha- what we really have to look out, what we have to shout out right now is our if awesome we go Chica. from our, our awesome Chica stepped up. To the, she stepped up. She 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 without hesitation. I kind of thought she was going to like, oh, I don't want to say it. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> she was like, what at me? <laughs> <laughs> you ready for this? It's that what ass, bro. Chica, chica, chica. All right. <laughs> I, I I can't endorse this, uh, but 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 okay, all right. If it makes you happy, and, and both of you seem to be happy, so okay. okay that's just that's that just brilliant. the old woman in me and the prude. Although even yeah. when I was Chica's age, I didn't like the word, so I can't say that I've changed much. Um, but it is about change, and I don't want to make this transition. I don't want to make the transition from this song to the next topic. Uh, really? So, 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 w, so WAP stands for what? What? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, can I do it for you? Can I do it for you? I can do it for you. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You want me to do it? Please. You said you didn't want it to, so I, I'm, I'm here to. I'm here to. Okay. No, um, no. So I can stand the P word, but I can't stand. What I can't stand is the way that Trump disrespects our new vice presidential candidate by always putting the accent on the second syllable. That I don't like. <laughs> that bothers me. That bothers me. Her name is not Kamala. You should understand this. Call her Kamala, as in what you'll be calling her a few months from now, Vice President Kamala Harris. He'll never call her that. He, uh, he will always refer to her by uh, all of the derogative terms that he has used in in her name already. Um, and, yeah. and I don't care because here's here's where I am with this. I'm not going to yeah. give him any power uh, with the with the mu- misuse and the, the derogation of this woman and what she has accomplished and what place she has in history now. I'm not going to repeat any of the nasty things he has said, although I just said one of the words. I am not going to give him any power over this and, and this historic moment. And I don't think she will either. Um, but uh, just like the vice president said today, uh, you know, it's nothing but bullying and we have her back and we stand with her. And um, and if we continue to do that and, and not worry about what she's called, it's what she answers to. And hopefully she'll be answering to the term vice president uh, very soon. Okay. So um, is it, is her, does her husband does her husband come the second dude? Is that what it is? is yes. that title, second dude? Yeah. Well, I'm not sure second if it's dude. dude. I'm not sure if it's dude. Mm, but sure it's dude. It's the I'm second. Sure it's dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> we'll call him second dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they, and they, they live up on, a, they live on Massachusetts Avenue on the dude ranch. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they will. Uh, you no, know is, is he second gentleman? Is it? Is it second gentleman? I believe it is. Officially, second gentleman. Okay. Yes. Um, that's how he was referred to by uh, Vice President today so um yes i think i just think this whole transition is going to be very interesting uh you know bill was preparing to become the first dude uh (laughs) uh, 
And uh, but uh, I think this guy, uh, Doug Inhoff, is going to be a, a great uh, partner as he has been to vice president, uh, hopefully to be. Kamala Harris. Um, I, I'm, I'm still a little rattled by the, 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 the whole WAP stuff, but, but here we are. Um, I'm sorry. I just love, I, look, I look, I love, I'm sorry. I'm, it's, I just love when, when, when powerful folks come together and make something powerful and make people take, pay attention. And there's, there can be some intelligent conversation around it as opposed to just like, Oh, that's nasty. And that's what it felt like. So that's why uh, empowering. It, it felt it feels like it feels in a week full of where there's um, firsts and 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 women striding ahead. But you know what? It, it, I weirdly think, fit. I think that we have the use of dictionaries and thesauri, which we don't and we don't. And and as you know, I am not a cusser. I don't, as a rule, I I can say words, and and if I'm very frustrated, I will use them. But I think that we have the gift of speech and we don't have to use words like that. But that's that's very old school to me. And um, and so I don't think that we have to use the P word. I don't even like the D word in reference to men's body parts. I just it's a penis. <laughs> it's a vagina. It's you know, but I. I that okay. does not rhyme well. It just doesn't <laughs> rhyme well. Like it's. Like, let's be clear. Like, like, let's be clear. Like, like, <laughs> I'm going with it. Um, um, I'm going with uh, uh, wussy, um, uh, toss, you know, all, all these, and then, and then forget it. You're not sick, slick, <laughs> flick, crick, <laughs> tick. Like, they just, like rhyme something. What? What? Rhyme something with the p word. Right? Go ahead. His penis was the meanest. <laughs> My God, that doesn't know. That is right. That's just. It's hip hop, baby. It's hip hop. And does a man want to hear that his was the meanest? <laughs> his, her vagina may be wine. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait, wait. No, 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 stop. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, all right. Language, language is powerful, and the beat is sometimes people can be disrespectful with the beat. Those two things put together. Hello, hip hop. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, um, speaking of language and the use of language and all of that that goes into uh, education, and uh, we are talking about uh, this time of year, uh, the conversation now, not only about going back to school, but will you send your children to school into the classroom this year? Will you or will you still be homeschooling them? I am uh, a a part of this conversation only um, because of friends who are going through this now with their children. And I am still fearful enough, and I'm not afraid to use that word. I am mm -hmm. fearful enough about the spread of this disease still to want to keep, if I had them, but want my friends to keep their children home. You have been places uh, outside of the country. You've been uh, on planes. I'm not there yet, and I am certainly not there in terms of sending my children even as far as down the street into a, into a school where I've seen pictures of kids walking the halls by the hundreds, not one of them wearing a mask. 
I cannot fathom that. And I just, I am so against this. And, and, and for the man in the White House to want to push this so that he can improve his standing for his reelection, this is, and, 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 and say, well, kids are going to get it. They don't get it as bad. You don't know a damn thing about this disease. And to say that you know, kids are, how they're going to react to it, I'm not willing to be a part of that. My faithful ward uh, is is due to go back to school exactly uh, a month from this week, uh, and he's been out since February. And uh, his mom's really just ready to get rid of him. Like he, <laughs> like if he goes to school, that's cool. If he just gets in the back of a van and goes <laughs> to Ohio, that's fine. If he joins the circus, I don't know those things. No, he, has, he goes to a private. Uh, he goes to. <laughs> He goes to a private school that has been very, very good at communicating the changes that they've made in the in the investments they've made in resources mm-hmm. to make us feel comfortable about him coming back to school, while at the same time saying we understand that some people won't come back. So they're really doing a great job. I got to shout out uh, his school for um, really doing it well. And so the choice was, do we believe that they will socially distance a classroom? Yes. Do we believe they won't have sports? Yes. Do we believe they will have plenty of hand sanitation stations? Yes. Have I seen that video of the Georgia school where people in the hallways just crowding in because they're young and they don't believe they have any mortality at all? Yeah, that's true too. Um, that said, sending them back to school, sending them back to school. Wow. Um, tough decision, tough decision. Uh, and we'll monitor the situation and the school's going to monitor the situation. And there's tests, I think every other day that they're going to do. I think when they first started doing this, they thought there'd be rapid tests, rapid tests available. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, send that sucker back to school. I say sucker with the greatest amount of <laughs> love and admiration. respect. I mean yes. that. Let's send that center back to school. No, I know, and that's a, no, it's a tough decision, but 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 it's tenth grade year, um, socially, academically, um, a, an incredibly important time. So mm-hmm. uh, that's the decision. It's a it's a tough it's, it was a t- it was a tough one to make, and we'll change well, it in a heartbeat. Let's look at it from the teacher's perspective, um, yeah. because there are teachers on both sides of this. There mm-hmm. are teachers who are saying, yes, I got to get back to my kids. Um, my children need me. Uh, I need them. And they need all that we get in the classroom that we cannot give to them via internet or Zoom calls or however they, you know, maybe smoke signals. I don't know. Um, but everybody has their own way of looking at this. And then there are those teachers who are saying, as dedicated as I am, as much as I love my children, I cannot do this because I have a family to consider and I'm a damn good teacher. And what brought this to mind is uh, a, a feature that we saw on the local news a couple of nights ago. And this man, he is a teacher among teachers. Uh, he is uh, the, of the highest level of, of educators. His name is Eric Hale, a kindergarten and first grade teacher at uh, David Burnett Elementary School and named the 2021 Region 10 Elementary School Teacher of the Year at a virtual celebration that was held just a couple of weeks ago. Um, he has uh, given a TED Talk on education. He has been lauded and uh, and, and 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 really uh, given a lot of recognition for his work, uh, including one of my favorites, Kelly Clarkson. And uh, so you know he's good. Um, so <laughs> I say all of this because his story just touched me. And as the daughter of a teacher, I can't imagine what my mom would do. 
Um, but he, what he has done, and we're gonna um, bring in, uh, hello, hello, Mr. Hale, how are you? I'm doing excellent, how are you guys doing? We're, we're good, Mr. Talk Hale. <laughs> I always like calling my teachers by their their uh, their name, Mr. and Mrs. Um, so Eric Hale, uh, thank you so much for joining us from Hahas to Ahas with Sybil and Steve. And and um, as I said, we saw your story on a local newscast the other night, and I was so touched. Can you tell people, give us a little bit of your background, um, and and as far as your connection with your students, because that was just so pivotal in connection to what your decision is this year? Well, a uh, little background about myself. Um, grew up in poverty and trauma. Uh, you know, same, same story, same song as many African Americans living in, the, in, 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 in the inner city. Mm -hmm. um, never had a teacher that looked like me. Never really had a teacher that invested in me and uh, looked past uh, the problems and, 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 and looked into my soul and found uh, the promise and potential that I had until uh, one teacher. And so that one teacher uh, gave me knowledge of self and really, really, really changed my life and uh, where I was headed. So, you know, fast forward, uh, by the grace of God, I went to college, first in my family, graduated from college, adopted my niece, who was two years old at the time, so I was a single father. I'm from West Phoenix, uh, the bad part of Phoenix. Uh, decided that I needed to leave where I was from. Uh, planted my roots in Dallas, Texas, me and my little girl. Uh, decided I needed a better, stable uh, career. And so I went through an alternative certification program and became a teacher. And lo and behold, uh, that was my calling. Mm. I purposely choose to teach children who are of brown, black, and, and poor upbringings. Uh, we're cut from the same cloth. And so really, uh, I'm chasing ghosts. Um, I'm chasing the ghosts of the educators that I needed when I was a child, and I mm. never got them. So I am constantly pushing myself to give five-star service to kids that are used to not getting service at all. And so that's just where I'm at in my career uh, as we speak. Uh, I'm an advocator, a father figure, a role model, everything but their friend to help <laughs> lead these children and give them a playbook of how they can navigate these waters through systematic oppression, through trauma at home, uh, uh, through poverty, and just be a light and let them know that all things are possible with a little bit of faith and uh, hard work. So now how do we direct them through COVID? We got all everything else. Now, now how do we direct them through COVID? Well, through COVID, it's, it's, it's definitely going to take a, a proactive approach. So as an educator, when COVID first hit, um, I thought about it and I made up my mind right then and there that I wasn't going to take a summer break. So in Dallas, when COVID hit and they basically closed down the schools, I continued to work all summer long. So, you know, through an operation that I call Can't Stop, Won't Stop, I've been able to work with my children all summer long. And so I created a YouTube channel. Um, me and my kids didn't have uh, technology at home at all. 
Mm. Um, so I had to figure out a way to give them tangible things that if they could not get to my YouTube channel, they could still learn. So I was able to reach out to the community and um, provide them with 15 leveled reader books. They were a good fit for their, for their reading levels. Um, I got them uh, brand new sight words. And so I went to my school with the mask on, you know, brought my DJ equipment outside and uh, they drove up in the car and I was able to get them that. Then I said, you know what, now we have that, but I got to do the best for my kids. So I was able to reach out to my uh, alumni uh, for Texas A&M Commerce, and I was able to secure laptops for every child in my classroom. So wow. we went back out to the front of the school. They drove up. So now we got technology. So now I'm hitting them both ways. Since then, I've also reached out to the community, and I set up kind of like a little in-home production set. Because you got to be proactive because mm -hmm. in my mind, when we send the kids back to school, it's, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be a disaster. And I feel like within two weeks, we're going to have to go to strictly online uh, learning anyway. So parents and teachers need to be prepared for that. And so right now is the time to get your structures in place if you're a parent. So it, 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 your, your, your child, if they're in elementary school, should be waking up no later than 8.30. They should be going to bed no later than 8.30. It's time to get back in a, in a, in a structured rhythm mm -hmm. to the best that we can because online learning is coming. Whether you choose online learning because you don't feel it's safe to send your child to school or it's forced upon us because it's not safe for you to send your child to school, everybody needs to get prepared. That's a great point. So, so if we could talk, if we could talk about for like for the different three different like elementary school, junior high okay. school, and high school, two things eat for each of those segments of the population that parents can best do to get ready to uh, work at home with their children, right? Especially if it starts at the very very beginning of the year. Um, and uh, so, so two things that for elementary school, two things for junior high, two things for high school. What do you think the best things that parents can do for those ages children are? Those children's ages. Okay. Uh, elementary school, structure is key. And, 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 and actually, structure for, for, for all grade levels is, right. is key. Start, start really, reeling them back in um, with their, their screen time and what time they are expected to get up in the morning. If you're in high school, your child should not be getting up at midday and then going to bed at midnight at this point in the year. It's ridiculous. Like they need to get, they need to, to reel that back in, reel, reel in the screen time, reel in the YouTube and the TikTok and, 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 and re get focused. Uh, another thing for everybody, nutrition is key. We have got to get our babies healthy. We don't know what this pandemic is doing to the body, uh, uh, per se. So, if the kids go back into the classroom, we need their immune systems as strong as possible. Because what people aren't understanding is, we, they're saying that we're still in the first wave of this pandemic. So that means that second wave is going to come when flu, flu season hits. So we're not going to know if this kid has the regular flu, if he's got COVID. And the best thing we can do right now is, is get our bodies together. Another thing for the high school kids, check on your child's mental health. There has been no break this year. Don't get it twisted. Even though I chose to work through my summer, if you have been socially distancing, 
You haven't been able to do anything. The teachers are going crazy. The parents are going crazy. The kids are going crazy. Everybody's stressed to the limit. Right. So do some wellness checks with your child, especially the children that are in seventh grade through high school. Because right now, the numbers for uh, suicide in the black and brown community are actually going through the roof. And I would dare and say, Mr. Group, Hale, that we go even younger um, in terms of checking on our children and their mental wellness. Uh, and, and, and like even by double digits, by the time they're 10, um, we're seeing a lot more uh, information about kids who are experiencing um, some form of depression or anxiety uh, as a result of this, uh, as well as other things that are going on in their homes. Hey, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, those are the things that people aren't talking about. Yeah, we know that uh, about the uh, summer slide and now the, the effects of the COVID slide. Mm. But being a little bit behind, having your child be a little bit behind uh, uh, academically, but being healthy and whole mentally, mm -hmm. spiritually, emotionally, versus being in school and then you get a call that a major self-inflicted tragedy has happened. So right now is the time you want to get them physically fit. You want to get them mental, mentally fit. There's so many great things on YouTube and podcasts for mental wellness, for mindfulness, for, for, uh, for yoga, deep breathing exercises. Outside of that, reading, 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 reading. Reading is the key. So in the younger grades, you want them reading good fit books, books that they pick out that they can read to you every day in sight words, sight words, sight words. It doesn't change much at each level. In the middle school level, they should be reading chapter books and novels. But you as a parent need to do a great job of questioning them. Ask them questions. Who's the main character? What's, 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 what's the setting? What's, what's the struggle? What's the conflict in the story? How did, how did the main character solve this conflict? How do you, how do you, how does this make you feel? When you're in high school, you take that same concept and you, and you expound upon it. Hey, if you were in that situation, how would you feel? How would you react? So we still want to keep the brain moving, moving and grooving while you're at home. If you have to be at home mm -hmm. with your children. And just sitting up on screen time on YouTube? No. What about the parents who are uh, who cannot be at home with their kids, uh, especially like single parents who have to go out there and one parent cannot stay home. You just have and you have to get out there and go to your job. What's the best advice or or how are you dealing with that? And, and how have you dealt with that in this first part of the coronavirus? Your students. Uh, many of my students are choosing to stay home and, and, and a lot of my parents really can't do that. So as a teacher, I'm going to do whatever I can for the students that I serve, for my babies that I serve that don't live in my household and the babies that I have in my household. So a lot of the things I already told you apply to me. I'm working on my fitness. I got to stay healthy because I'm going into the lion's den. Mm -hmm. I'm buying extra PPE myself. Because if you trust that the school districts have the finances, the way that education is the first thing to be cut nationwide, you are to set yourself up for a rude awakening. Mm -hmm. 
So if I was a parent and I could afford it, I would be packing all my child's PPE. I would not rely on the school district to give your child things that they need to survive. Is this one of those times where people, where especially if with parents in in places where parents have to go, they have to go to work, right? Summer, summer before was tough, it was a hardship. Summer's a hardship. Now they've got to go to work. Is this one of those times where 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 kids have to either be trained to be left alone earlier, or uh, their, their survival skills, or just you know latchkey kids that have to be a little bit younger? Is there is there some kind of training you might suggest around that? You know what? That's a, a very uh, a, a good question, actually a deep question. And what I'm, what I think is happening, we are literally seeing education adapt, and education hasn't changed in over sixty years. Public education, and so you're seeing this pandemic force education to change, and it's actually going to probably force parenting to change because I, because of the economy and because people need to get back to work and people are going to do whatever it takes to put food on the table and the, it keep the lights on and keep a roof over their children's head. So we're in a situation where now children are going to start being left alone at home earlier and start getting trained how to make meals and survive on their own earlier. And I don't know if that's a good thing, but the times are saying that, that that's looking like it's going to be a necessary thing moving forward. So it's going to be very interesting to see how that affects this generation that is young going through this COVID pandemic. What are you going to do, Eric Hale? I am going to stay prayed up. I'm going to do the same thing I've been doing my whole career, which is given everything I have to the kids that I serve and the community that I serve. Uh, I refuse to let this pandemic stop me from being great, stop my children from being great. So whether if I'm in the classroom in front of them in a full hazmat suit, we're still gonna be dancing. We're still, we're still gonna be moving and grooving. I'm still gonna be DJing. I'm just gonna look like an alien or an astronaut doing it. I'm gonna take the, the, the best precautions and stay on my children, but the learning can't stop. I'm not one of these teachers that just have given up on a year. We're not right. doing that. Right. The cream always rises to the top. So whether I'm online teaching it or I'm in person teaching it, we will be the best. And so I've already communicated that with my parents and we have a shared vision of what excellence looks like in my class. So if we are in the classroom, six feet apart, everybody's got masks on, I'll be able to tell that my kids are smiling, having a good time. We'll still be dancing. I'll still be able to see those cheekbones coming out from under the mask. I'm going to have my, my astronaut suit on and we're going to make it happen because I refuse to just give up because everybody else in the world is dealing with the same thing. And there will be excellent people that are going to, that are going to make a difference in the lives of the kids that they serve. And that's just what I'm going to do. Uh, kindergarten and first grade teacher, Eric Hale, I'm going to ask the question. I know Stephen Hill is dying to ask and is probably just too afraid. Uh, he's having some some uh, school flashbacks and trauma. Um, <laughs> do you have a uh, kid friendly version of WAP that you're going to teach to your children? <laughs> I do not have a kid friendly, but, 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 but Mr. Hill keeps his ears to the street. And you can't, shelter, you can't, you can't shelter your kids from any of this. 
So what Mr. Hill will do is find an instrumental version of the song, and Mr. Hill will put his own lyrics to the song. Exactly. And 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 and, and put my own lyrics about how my kids are, are destined for greatness, mm-hmm. and and they come from greatness, yeah. and the history of where they're from, on top of the W A P or instrumental. Or and follow me along with this. Follow. I, I could just throw a bunch of cats into some water. That could happen too. That's one way of doing it. That's a ha ha. Okay, <laughs> Mr. Hale, we are also, we're also talking about the fact that this is um, we're talking about mental health and especially within the Black American, uh, within the African American community. Uh, do you have um, any? Uh, words that you want to share with us in terms of that? Uh, yeah. Um, there's such a big stigma on that, in, especially in the black community, especially in on the male side. And my school, my school district actually has eight free sessions. And, you know, me and the wife got an argument and she was like, you need to go, uh, uh, you know, unpack some of your childhood stuff. And I went to uh, therapy to try it out. And it was an awesome experience. And this is coming from somebody that's kind of like old school, like, you know what, my my counselor is the Lord. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, that's who I, I counsel too. But actually going to see a professional counselor, it did wonders for me. And I, and I truly enjoyed it, but then it stopped being free after eight, so. <laughs> Man, you gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah. You gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah. Right here. yeah. So, so we'll, next year. we'll, we'll next remind year. people uh, that we are talking about uh, getting uh, get, getting some help, and and uh, of course, and as we acknowledge National Minority Health Awareness Month, um, Eric Hill, thank you so much for joining us. Thank we you. really appreciate it. And uh, where, wherever and however you continue or begin your school year. Um, good luck with you and, and your students. They're very mm-hmm. lucky to have you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, it, it, it's, it's amazing. Wish me luck. Um, there has never been an African-American elementary school teacher win the teacher of the year for the state of Texas. That's awesome. And so right. I'm in that, I'm in that pool, uh, that have the chance to, to, to make history and do that. So just, you know, Wish me well, and hopefully I can uh, come back on your show as the first black man in the history of Texas to do that. Thank you so much, Eric Hale. We appreciate it. Good luck to you, and do come back uh, when uh, when we have more information on your winning and and being that uh, black, uh, that African-American teacher uh, to win the award in Texas. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to From Ha-Ha to Ahas with Stephen Hill and Sybil Wilkes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting his name first. <laughs> okay, here's something you need to understand. And because when it all sounds disjointed, I want to tell you, like, I did something really bad during the show. I did, I, I, I thought I, I thought I had the flux capacitor in place, and I did. And Sybil, in her awesome it, way, as always, is, 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 is taking up for me. But I'm sorry about that. That was my and bad. And I need bad. you to keep your pants on from now on. Okay. Well, I just need okay, to okay. Need is a strong word. <laughs> and uh, please subscribe to our little uh, disjointed podcast. More episodes from Ahas to Ahas 
with Sybil Wilkes and Stephen Hill. You can go to the Google, to the Apple, to the Spotify, and other platforms to subscribe from Hahas to Ahas with Sybil Wilkes and Stephen Hill. Yes, and uh, make sure you check us next, next week. Uh, make sure you please, I'm um, on Sirius XM on 11 p.m., uh, uh, Heart to Heart with Stephen Hill this week. Well, if you get this before Saturday, I'm talking to uh, Charlie. If you get it after Saturday, I'm, I'm talking to uh, Brandy next Saturday. So that's how it goes. Charlie, uh, last name Wilson. Brandy, Charlie, last name. Wilson. Uh, Norwood. So thank you very much for Mr. Hale once again coming in. I apologize. I was trying to give him a nice musical cue, and I screwed everything up by trying to do that. Uh, but you'll never, never hear. I will never. <laughs> you will never, ever, ever hear that cue. Because Oh, wait. Unless it goes a little something like this. Oh, yeah, never hear that. Yeah, because he's a because he's an elementary school teacher. He's a teacher he's, and he's learning a, the ABCs, and they're one, a, two, three. Ah. All right, all right. You ready to say goodbye, Sybil? <laughs> you ready to say goodbye? You ready to say goodbye? Bye. Have a great time. Thanks, Mahazahaz. <laughs> okay. Never can say goodbye. I know. I know. Ha 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 ha!